wonderful to be among the brothers and sisters. Uh, it's been over 10 years uh, since I last saw brothers and sisters in New York. So I really thank the Lord that I have this opportunity to uh, join and to fellowship with brothers and sisters. Uh, I hear that the brothers and sisters are just beginning to uh, fellowship on the theme of the kingdom. Uh, this is something of a great burden in my heart. Uh, many years ago, there was a Christian couple. Uh, after they believed in the Lord for a few years. And the brother has some service in the church. And then one day his wife asked him, uh, once we believe in the Lord, are we born again? And the brother says, yes. And then she says, if you are born again and are saved, can you go to heaven? And the brother says, yes. And then the sister asked, uh, why then are you so busy with the service? Uh, because whether you serve or you don't serve, you go up to heaven anyway. So I had the same question many, many years ago when I was younger. After we believe in the Lord, what do we do? Because whether you do this or not do this, you are saved and you go to heaven anyway. And then, but I hear one day that we not only have this life, we have eternal life, but in the middle there is a uh, coming life, coming age. And this coming age talks about the kingdom. Uh, that our Lord is going to come to this earth as king. And he asked that all that belong to him will reign together with him. So, in other words, all those who believe in him will go into the kingdom. Brothers and sisters, we are not unfamiliar with this concept of entering into the kingdom of heaven. Uh, but often, this is just a knowledge in our head. Uh, because if we truly see that we are entering into the kingdom of heaven, uh, this will change many of our viewpoints. And this will change many of the paths we'll walk in our lives. And our footsteps will change. So once I realized this, I often tell my brothers and 
乃是能够重生得救，有一天到天堂去。So for a friend, uh, most importantly is for him to uh be born again, be saved, so that he can enter heaven. 那对于一个已经重生得救的。Uh, but for a brother or sister who is born again and saved, our goal is to enter into the kingdom of heaven. So our endeavor every day is to enter the kingdom of heaven. Uh, let's read a few passages. We'll turn to Philippians chapter 2. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Hebrews For the earth, which drinks in the rain that often comes upon it, and bears herbs, useful for those by whom it is cultivated, receives blessing from God, but if it bears thorns and briars, it is rejected, and near to being cursed, whose end is to be burned. Matthew 25. Matthew 25 has two parables. One spoke about the ten virgins, and then one about the three uh, I will not read it because they're very long. Uh, but I believe brothers and sisters are familiar with this passage. Uh, so today we will uh, uh, focus on this uh, Matthew 20. So Paul in Philippians 2 uh, speaks that you have to work out your own salvation. Uh, the English is very clear, to work out your own salvation. When we are born again and saved, we, we trust, we believe that the, the blood of the Lord has cleansed us from our sins. 
And God has given us a new spirit, and God's Holy Spirit dwells in us. And that we know that we are born again, saved. So all is by grace. But we know that within grace there is responsibility. Uh, because if you do not live out uh, that uh, being born again and be saved, then there is a result. So the Lord willing, I'd like to share on three points. If we do not work out our own salvation, what is the end? We have to work out our own salvation. What is that talking about? And then thirdly, what is our attitude we should have today? And then Matthew 25. I'd like to start here. I'd like to start here. Uh, here it speaks on the ten virgins. So the first point being, uh, what is the end? What is the result if we do not work out our own salvation? Uh, here the ten virgins, they're all the same. Uh, it's not that they're different. But here it says five wise and five foolish. What is being wise? Uh, uh, being wise means uh, God, God uh, puts the focus on. That's what God desires and God wants, and He pays attention to it. What is being foolish? Uh, he, he knows nothing of what God desires. So he's just a careless attitude towards what God wants. Uh, so all the ones being born again and saved is separated into two groups. Five wise, five foolish. So what does the Bible say on those that are wise? It says that they prepared oil in their vessels. Here it talks about virgins, so they're all born again. Uh, so, but it says the five wise virgins, they prepare oil, extra oil, to be in the land. So we say the oil refers to the status or the position that the Holy Spirit on this person. In order to have to have the Holy Spirit to have that position in us, we have to pay a price. So in order that the Holy Spirit may have that position in us, uh, here it says that they prepare extra oil. And then the five foolish. 
they do not um, focus or pay attention to what God focuses on. 活着，他看重在神以外，他自己看重，不是神看重，他自己看重。So her lives, their lives, is focuses on things that God does not pay attention to. 还有一个，他不愿意付代价。Or that they do not want to pay a price. 因为这里说，当主回来的时候，这个五个愚拙的向聪明的说，给我一点油。because as the Lord returns, the foolish ones say to the wise, uh, give us some oil. And the, the wise one says, you can go and buy. What does it mean to go and buy? To go is to pay a price before you can obtain it. So in order to be like the five wise ones, you have to pay a price to gain it. So the Bible says you have to you have to purchase uh, the the uh, the gold that's uh, uh, being, being burned with fire. And then you have to to uh, buy these white clothes. Or to be dressed on, on, unless you're being naked. And the third, you have to buy ISAF so that you can truly see. If you're unwilling to buy, you will not have extra oil. So this passage says, when the Lord returns, who does he sit with? He is in the feast with those five wise ones. And those five foolish, they were outside the door. This here says, they came, but they were outside. Uh, we know that when the door is shut, it will not open again. If, even if they cry out, uh, it, the door will not be opened. I, I often think of Esau in the Old Testament. Uh, he does not emphasize or pay attention to what God says. Uh, God pays attention to the the, 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 the rights of the firstborn, and he does not. And he was only care he only cared of his own thirst and his own needs. And even the red lentil soup was he was willing to sell his birthright. So this means that he was not willing to buy the ISAF in order to see. So after many years, the, the, the father is old and he will bless his children. But the blessing of the firstborn was given to his younger brother, uh, Jacob. If you read the Bible carefully, he pleaded uh, with the father, said, do you have any other blessing for me? 他爸爸说, 没有, 
his father says, no, I don't. Because all the best blessings were given to your younger brother. We know the Bible says Esau, uh, he sold his birthright for, uh, for red lentil soup. Uh, most importantly, he uh, lusted after uh, secular things. Uh, he was after all the enjoyments and pleasures from worldly things. And so when he want, he needed the, the, the best blessings, uh, he didn't obtain it. And at the end, he was rejected. So So first, we need to see that you can be uh, rejected outside the door. Or the Matthew 25, it also speaks of the three servants. They had the five talents, two and one talent. And so this speaks uh, to that um, to that um, talent that the Lord gives to his servants, all those who are born again. Uh, this talent is given so that we may serve him. Uh, here it's talk, it talks about the servant who had the one talent. So he hid the one the, the one talent. What does it mean that he hit them? Uh, so Bible says that he had many misunderstandings about the Lord. But the most importantly, he used his most uh, best he used his best time to serve something that's outside of so the Lord Jesus has said, many people serve mammon on this age. Uh, mammon speaks of the wealth. And so often we would say anything that's outside of God, you can refer to it as mammon. I like to serve those who I like. I like this job. So it speaks of the, the one talent. Uh, he, he was going to serve everything that's outside of God. It's possible he was he wanted to serve God, he also wanted to serve the those that are outside of God. So what our Lord desires is that today that we can look and worship him and serve him only. So we see that the 
the Lord the, the Lord's demand here is that those with five talents will come back with five more, those with two will come back with two more, and one will come back with one more. 但是我们心怀二意。So uh, often we receive such gifts or talents, uh, but we have a, uh, a different heart. Uh, these gifts are supposed for the Lord, but I hid them. 这个是, so the parable tells us, if we hide uh, the gifts that God gives us, uh, one day God will remove it totally. Because in God's sight, you are a uh, worthless uh, servant. You're unprofitable and thrown into outside the darkness. Uh, the other one was uh, was uh, rejected outside the door. But here, this one is thrown into the outer darkness. And it says that the person will weep and that gnashing of teeth. We read, we read from Hebrews. Uh, it says this. And it's close to a curse. We know that those who are not uh, saved, they are close, they're near to being cursed. So those that have not been saved, they are close to being cursed. They're not close, they are cursed. They are cursed. Uh, but here it says, for those that are uh, believers of the Lord, you are near to being cursed. So we should know that we will not be cursed. Uh, but there is a possibility that you can be near to being cursed. Revelation tells us. Uh, that those um, that are uh, overcomers, uh, they will not uh, experience the second death. Because those that are overcomers, they can enter into that. Heaven. So, if we cannot enter the kingdom of heaven, uh, we will experience the hurt from the second death. Uh, what is that first death? It's the death of our physical bodies. What about the second death? Uh, it is the per uh, that our souls are perished. So for many people, the second death means to go to the into hell. So So we have to know that we will not go into hell. Are you very satisfied that you do not go to hell? Oh, some people will say, I am satisfied just being go to hell. As long as I don't go to hell. 
But here it speaks of the second death. And the hurt from that second death. But that hurt from that second death can come upon us. But we know that we will not go into hell, but we may be affected by the the fire or the hurt from it. Yeah, affected. We might be affected by it. Even though you don't go into hell. But that type of feeling it is you will experience much suffering. So so the Bible tells us that you are born again and saved, or you have to work out your own salvation. To to work out your own salvation is that you can enter into the kingdom of heaven. Uh, if not, I mentioned three points. We may be rejected outside the door of heaven. You may be thrown into the altar darkness. We may be affected by the hurt of the second death. So this is my first point. If we do not work out our own salvation, there is a result or an end. We are entering into the kingdom of God. We said we have to work out our own salvation. Uh, the Bible says not only do our, our spirits are saved, we know that one day our bodies will be saved. Uh, because the Bible says one day our bodies will be A perishable body will become imperishable. But the Bible also says we have our souls to be saved. I believe we have heard these before. Uh, the man is made up of spirit, soul, and body. Uh, in terms of the salvation of the spirit, uh, we can do nothing. In speaking of the salvation of our bodies, we can do nothing. But in terms of salvation of our souls, it is so closely related to us. Let's look at two passages. Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10, verse 39. 
But we are not of those who draw back to perdition, but of those who believe to the saving of the soul. 中文写灵魂,原文就是魂的的救。But in the original, it is the saving of the soul. 彼得前书第一章。First Peter chapter 1.彼得前书第一章第九节。First Peter chapter 1 verse 9.并且得着你们信心的果效,修饰。这里又写灵魂了,这里原文是魂的救恩。Receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls, the original is souls. So we realize that souls need to be saved. The salvation of our souls is a matter of this life. Let us not be like the five foolish virgins that I don't pay attention to this salvation. And we, sh- we must not be like uh, Esau, uh, paying no attention to the, the rights of the first Here it says that the souls need to be saved. And it speaks of the working out of your uh, salvation, own salvation. So it gives us a path to walk. It says the end of your faith is the salvation of your soul. So if in our lives that we can make use of our faith, that will lead us to the salvation of our souls. Today, we often consider this faith to be something in our head. Faith is something in our hearts. We know it. We really know it. And something that we see on the inside. Today, we often say, oh, I have believed it in the past. Oh, I don't have faith to face this event. Uh, Jesus, while on his, on his earth, he says, why is your faith so little? Uh, I will just raise a few points. If we only look at the environment, we will have no faith. If we only pay attention to what you see, then our faith will disappear. When the disciples saw the storm while they were on the sea, uh, when they see the waves, their faith disappeared. They were terrified. When the Israelites saw the tall Goliath, they were all terrified. How can we fight it? If we only see what's around us in our environment, then our faiths will disappear. So the Bible was no, no, not joking when he said 
But the Bible says you have to trust your faith. If you walk this life with what you depending on what you see, then you have no faith. And the secondly, our lives are too comfortable. Whatever I wish to have, I can have it. So through the COVID times, so there are many things that because we're trapped at home, we cannot get. Our lives are just too comfortable. But there's no waves, no storms. Uh, life's uh, easy. Uh, you can have whatever you want. Do you need to depend on your faith? Thirdly, uh, that what we do has been become a habit. We, we go to work every day. And then you come home and it's, uh, you have traffic jams. Uh, you get used to what you eat. It's a very rhythmic thing. In such a rhythmic and habitual thing, do you need to depend on God? Fourthly, the reason that you don't have faith, that on a fundamental level, you do not know or recognize the Lord that you believe. But this Lord is someone that I heard others. It's the Lord of other people. It's my parents' God. It's not my God. I don't know Him. But if you don't know Him, how can you believe in Him? So we have to remember in our daily lives, we have to live a life of faith. If we want to uh, enter into the kingdom of heaven, then today we have to walk a, a, a path of faith. The Bible lets us see that the end of our faith is the salvation of our souls. We have a path to walk. So it depends on whether or not you want to walk. If we are willing and you say to the Lord, I want to live my life by faith. God will raise up an environment so that you can live by In fact, in our lives, there are many, many unknowns. Uh, so in all these unknowns, let us hang on to the Lord's word. And so in all these unknowns, we can hold on tight to our Lord. Uh, in all our difficulties, I can hang on to the one who loves me. When I have uh, lackings, uh, he is my supply.
when I don't know what to do, I hang on to Him who is my wisdom. 当我里面真的感觉到空虚的时候，我能够抓住，他是我的满足。When I am feeling empty inside, I hang on to Him who is my satisfaction. 所以希伯来书在第十一章里面说哈，我们要信他是，He in Hebrews 11, we have to believe that He is. 那十一章第六节，Hebrews 10:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:11:6:
you determine what you like to do. Have you ever asked the Lord, what do you want me to do? I just don't ask, I just do it myself. So in order for our soul to be saved, our will must surrender before the Lord. Our will needs to be saved. Our thinking needs to be saved. What do you think about all day? We often think of things outside of the Lord. We often think what I understand, what I believe. How much of our thinking is on the Lord? If, if our thinking is not saved, then when the word of God comes in, uh, we twist the word of God. Why does that servant with the one talent think that our Lord is very hard and pressing? Uh, wherever he has not sown, he wants to have heart. Why would that servant think this uh, Because his thinking his thinking was not saved. That's why he had this thinking. So in order for our soul to be saved, our thinking must be saved. Uh, our thinking needs to have the Lord's will in us. So that our Lord, our thinking will be different from the world's thinking. Our thinking will be changed to what the Lord's thinking is. And then thirdly, our emotions need to be saved. We are very emotional and we love our friends. Uh, with your friends, we go and eat and play. So there is a great need for our feeling. We need friends. And with our relatives, we have much emotion. But here it says our feelings, our emotions need to be saved. I often remember what the Lord said to Peter. The Lord says, Peter, do you love me more than these? You know, when we speak of emotions, it talks about love. What do you love? What things do you love? What people do you love? So the Lord says, whether it's people or things, uh, Peter, do you love me more than this? If we cannot say that, Lord, you are the first in my life, uh, it's impossible that I don't love these Unless I know that my Lord is true and living. And He is already first in my life. I can truly say that, Lord, I love you more than this. 
and the salvation of your soul. Your will, your thinking, and your emotions. We all need to be transformed by the Lord. Brothers and sisters, this transformation, there's a goal. And that goal is glorious. And that goal is for us to enter the kingdom of heaven. Uh, we should, must not be like the, the five, five virgins with the foolish virgins. Uh, they only look at what's ahead of them. We ask the Lord to, for us to be able to see. The salvation of our souls allow us to enter the kingdom of heaven. And that is the heart of God. And so God has deemed, determined for all those that are saved to enter the kingdom of heaven. Uh, that in order to reign with him. Uh, so uh, um, besides the a hindrance. Besides there is a hindrance. Uh, the enemy Satan. Uh, wants to hinder us. Uh, the world wants to tempt us. And the world wants to attract us. And our flesh is a great enemy inside. We know that we have to deal with our soul. But we have to remember there are other things that hinder us. Satan will hinder us. The world will hinder us. Our flesh will hinder us. So we have to face this problem today. If you draw back, you will begin to be astray to another path. And we will, uh, we will in fact lose uh, a great deal. We might be rejected outside the We might be thrown into the outer darkness. We might even be affected by the hurt of the second death. So the Bible says to arise and to walk the path of the cross. What is that path of the cross? We often think of the cross as being, oh, there's so much suffering and there's very difficult to walk. We ask the Lord to give us the But the path of the cross is to lead us into the kingdom of heaven. The cross is not there to hurt us. The cross is there to help us. Uh, to help us to attain the goal that the Lord wants us to attain. So may the Lord help us uh, to, that we can work out our own salvation. Uh, brothers and sisters, there is a path for us. 
this is not an impossible path. This is my second point to share. And the third point. Or the attitude that we ought to have today. From Luke 9. Verse 14 to 16. Luke 9, 59 to 62 then he said to another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and preach the kingdom of God. And another also said, Lord, I will follow you, but let me first go and bid them farewell who are at my house. But Jesus said to him, No one, having put his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. 第一个我们该有的态度，那是去对。The uh, first attitude that we ought to have is to absolute, absolute. Oh, it's absolute. We have to be absolute with our Lord. Our offering must be, our consecration must be absolute to the Lord. If you have any reservation, then our attitude to the Lord is not absolute. So we spoke of the path of faith. So it allows us to say that my, the Lord is my Lord. He is my master. And I can uh, I can have a single heart with him. So in order to uh, reveal our attitude, uh, we should be absolute with the Who is absolute with the Lord? When that person truly meets the Lord, if you don't, if you do not truly meet the Lord, then we are not absolute. We only hear many things from preachers. What we need is to actually touch. I often know that the Zacchaeus, when he saw the Lord, I'm willing to give half of my property to the poor. If I owe anybody something, I give him back four times. I don't know how much he will have left. He is a uh, chief tax collector. He has a lot of money. In other, word, in other words, this is a man who worships mammon. How can he change from serving mammon to serving the Lord? And, and this was an absolute that gave half the property to the poor. 
And whoever that I took money from, I will return four times. It's not a command, okay? It's a recommend. I really enjoy our brother sharing just now that command to be quiet is not a commandment, but it's a recommendation. But did the God, did the Lord command Zacchaeus to return the money? The Lord did not say a word. But uh, when Zacchaeus truly met the Lord, this is his natural reaction. What does it mean that you see the Lord who is true and living? Uh, because this Lord is worthy that I, I drop all things. Uh, in the Bible, there's also a young ruler. He was also rich. Did he meet the Lord? He ran to the Lord and spoke to him. And then the Lord did give him some commands. Sell everything that you have. And then you follow me. What was his reaction? He left sorrowful. Why did these two people come before the Lord and yet they have such difference? We have to ask ourselves, how long have you been saved? You have come before the Lord before. Is my reaction up to this point in my life like Zacchaeus or like this young ruler? We cannot learn it. We cannot learn it. We have to truly meet this living Lord. You have to consider him as your Lord. Only this way can you walk the path of faith. And when you meet the Lord, and then you can be absolute with the Lord. The Luke chapter. We just read this passage. God, uh, Jesus spoke to two people. Come follow me. What was their reaction? Uh, let me first. Uh, in other words, in his life, there's something more important than the the Lord already said, follow me. But in their lives, he says, hold on, I have something that I have to take care of. Do not look lightly upon Because later on, the Lord says, He says, no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Today we're speaking of the kingdom of God. We say we're entering the kingdom of God. But if you put your hand to the plow and looking back, you're not fit for the kingdom of God. Uh, these are no joke to us. When you put your hand to the plow, there's a goal that you go to the world. 
Yes, I'm following the Lord's command to uh, hold the plow forward. Uh, but very unfortunately, we hold our hand to the plow. I have much um, attached to this looking back. The Lord of the Jesus. You know, Lot's wife also looked back and she became a pillar But God wants us to be pillars. Not to be a pillar of salt. Why is become a pillar of salt? To become a pillar of salt. Why? Why? Because I looked back. I did not look focused. So the Lord says, those on the earth, put your hand to the plow. If you say, let me first. And I look back. And if if uh, if the Lord, if the Bible has stopped here, then that would be good. And uh, but he says this is not fit for the kingdom of God. Uh, we should truly hear this passage and uh, into our hearts. Those putting their hands to the plow and looking back is unfit for the kingdom. I think of two people. One, one is the Ruth and one is Oh, these two are daughters-in-laws. They love their mother-in-law. Naomi, right? Naomi. They love Naomi. When Naomi said, I'm so old, why don't you just go back to your home? And they were all crying and saying, I, I don't want you to go. Oh, so they loved their mother-in-law very, very, very much. And then the, their mother-in-law gave them a second chance. Why don't you just return uh, but the second time that she asked, the reaction was different. Orba considered that I am a Moabite, Moabitess, and uh, if I return to Israel, I'm useless. So uh, why don't I just stay in this land? And so here we see that Ruth was different. She also realizes that she is a woman of Moab, uh, so she has no status position in Israel. And if my mother-in-law, what am I doing in Israel if my mother-in-law passed in Israel? Uh, but the root was determined to go. 
And so her will was saved. And so she followed Naomi. 弟兄姊妹, often we are moved uh, during our meetings. We are moved to action. So what really counts is that action that follows that moon. It's not that being moved. We can cry and shed tears. We are so moved by the moon. But there's no action that follows. So once you step out the door, all the feelings and all those movements were gone. And so most importantly for today, we have to be moved and we have to have action. So that's the difference between Ruth and also Orba. Uh, we have to become one who is moved and also action. And so the, the one who is able to move or have movement uh, is more than his what believes in the heart. Uh, the one who moves is not someone that only listens to the preachers. That we we can become one who is moved and also act. But this is critical for those that want to work out their own salvation into the kingdom of heaven. Uh, you know, both Erba and uh, Ruth, they had that opportunity. And the Orba, she chose to reject and she was And that blessing only came upon Ruth, the person. And she became the great grandmother of David. Has she thought of it? I don't believe she... She was determined, she was uh, absolute and following. So may the Lord open our eyes to see He is the living and true God. He is my master, I will follow Him. I can be like Ruth, absolutely following him. When the day we see the Lord, that we can enter the kingdom of heaven. I, I had two other points. We have to have an attitude called loyalty. And another point, we have to be diligent. But our time is up. So we truly ask that we can be one that walks this path of faith. We are those that live a, a life of faith. Oh, that fruit, that end of our faith is the salvation of our souls.
And then one day, uh, the Lord will welcome us with open arms. Let us bow our heads for prayer. 主耶稣,我们感谢你,我们能够聚在你的面前。Lord, we thank you for gathering us before you. 主啊,你对我们每一个人都有呼唤。Lord, you have a calling for each one of us. 但是我们真的听见你的呼唤,我们起来有回应。Oh, that we truly hear your calling, and that we can arise to respond. 主啊,我们能够回应,我们定义来跟神。And that we can be absolute in following you. 你还给我们在地上一些的年日。and uh, you have given us the time uh, on this earth that we can truly arise and live this life that we can one day enter into the kingdom of heaven you prepared have mercy on us remember us help us save us in Jesus precious name Amen. Amen.